GungaCast episode 18, January 20th, 2009. Good evening, everybody, and welcome back to the David Duchovny's Rehab Movie Hour. This is Greg Maloney from Lake Orion, Michigan. Hey, everyone. This is Jim Maloney from Rochester Hills, Michigan. And Jeff Hendrickson from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. How are your uh, Phillies doing now? How are those Eagles doing now? I heard they, oh, they, uh, they, they're doing pretty well, uh, <laughs> considering... That, well, they're not playing football anymore, but I think they're probably pretty happy with themselves. Doing some golf, doing some golf. Probably some golf. Probably um, made the city some money, no problem, no problem. Yeah, you know, well, I mean, it, you know, no home games for the playoffs, but, you know, still, pe- people probably went out and bought merchandise, so... Yeah, yeah. As always, I want to remind our listeners that we may uh, swear from time to time and spoil movie endings. Uh, today we'll be talking about the future, though, so it's going to be sort of hard to spoil the endings of these ones are movies of 2009 some to look out for mainly because they we are interested in them but uh they might be uh ones we're going to be warning you about too quite a few here you might want to dodge yeah uh, that'll be the spoiler but yeah. they suck <laughs> this movie's gonna <laughs> suck i don't know this wolfman one looks pretty good <laughs> oh man so speaking of a little bit of the localities like you were talking about the phillies it's been freezing here and i think we have like 14 inches of snow in the driveway <laughs> somebody needs to shovel it it's not going to be me, but... True story, my shovel broke while shoveling. <laughs> wow! <laughs> True story. That's great. That's, I think I'm the only guy in Philadelphia. Everybody here is like, oh, it's freezing because it's getting down to like 25 and stuff. I'm the only guy going, this is fantastic. we got a dusting of snow. It's pretty cold. Like, this is wonderful right now. It's The shovel broke along with your spirits. <laughs> it, was a, it was a new shovel, too. Yeah, from where? Home Depot, Home you can't Depot. buy any good stuff there. That's, that's the problem. The other problem is that it was a new shuffle. Those old ones, they don't make them like they used to. The old ones yeah. still work. The weather right. the weather gave me a, an excuse to sit on my butt and watch all the streaming Netflix I, I could take from our new modem setup, streaming it right to the TV. I watched the genius movie that is known as Videodrome with James Woods. It is awesome. I wouldn't recommend it because I. Because it's, <laughs> you need to be a special person to understand to understand Videodrome, but it was good. And a if you're a James Woods a fan, huge James Woods. Yeah, fan. I know Joshua would love to. Uh, I'm sure he's seen it, so I, I won't. I won't what, what's the time part. period that this was made? Um, I don't like the eighty. Like the settings gotcha. probably eighties, and it's just James Woods trying to find some new some new shows that draw draw in the audience of some local TV station. And he finds, like, some rogue satellite feed that turns out to be, like, a real people getting killed on TV. And then he turns into a giant VCR and pulls a gun out of his stomach. Next topic. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's good. You'll have to see it. You'll have to see it. Have you guys uh, caught any movies this week? Yeah, I saw, um, I, again, via the, the, again, this episode brought to you by Netflix, the Netflix uh, streaming uh, straight to your TV, I saw the, um, a really great documentary called Overnight, um, and it's it's about Troy Duffy, kind of the rise and fall of Troy Duffy, and if that name rings a bell, it's because he's the guy that wrote and directed the Boondock Saints, and it's uh, a couple of his friends decided to start shooting a film after uh, Miramax gave him a $300,000 uh, contract to to write and direct this movie that he had written the script for, and it's basically about how he becomes an, a tremendous, enormous dick in the, in the uh, in in his success, and and it's it's really it's alternately funny and tragic, and and it's it's a really great documentary. I would really recommend that anybody see it. Overnight so is the name. Could you tell? If, could you tell if they uh, like? Do they? talk to the camera and say, hey, we plan on doing this for Troy, but then he turned into a dick? Or does it just turn out that way on screen? Well, like, the people like... that are shooting the film are his friends. like, okay. at, And so uh, it's it's pretty clear, like, they start shooting it, like, kind of right as he starts get like, rising to fame, and he's in a band and everything, and they're trying to get, like, the whole thing together, and... Uh, there are lots of great quotes, like like him like pounding a table and saying, "No one has ever done what I'm doing before," and stuff like that. So it's 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 really I um I think the idea was that his friends were trying to shoot this documentary about just how you know 
like how he's coming up in the world and how he, his band is going to do great because his band uh, called The Brood actually did the soundtrack for Boondock Saints and uh, it's 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 about them and it's also about him and, and the movie and how it just all sort of started to fall apart because if, if any fans of that movie remember that it had virtually no theatrical release and, and so it's, it's a really interesting movie again I'd really recommend it very cool very cool it's on my queue it's on my queue alright James any uh, yeah I ended up watching a movie also via Netflix we have to turn this into a drinking game for our listeners or something <laughs> but uh, um, it, my movie is called Cashback um 2006 it was made i think it's a belgian movie i've never heard of this before yeah yeah you know to tell you the truth i can't even remember how it ended up in my queue but it was actually kind of a pleasant surprise i like the movie um it's about a guy who ends up breaking up with his longtime girlfriend he kind of goes into a funk he's in college um he ends up getting insomnia can't sleep gets a night job at a at a grocer and becomes tyler durden and that's it <laughs> yeah no uh actually he the whole focus is that he's trying to figure out ways to to kill time during the night, and since he can't sleep, he's you know gets the job. And then to kill time during the shift, he it's kind of bizarre, but he kind of pretends that he can stop time. And they show that during the movie, and he can walk around people as they're frozen. Um, <laughs> it's actually a pretty good movie. Um, definitely kind of weird. A uh, couple people in it that I didn't expect. Um, I knew I'd seen him somewhere before. One of the main guys from uh, Harry Potter, one of the, the minor characters. And uh, another one is uh, from the TV show uh, The Bionic Woman that was out last year and got canceled. But, uh, yeah, it, it's it's pretty good. And the characters in it are pretty good, so I liked it. Um, would, you put the se- would you put the seal on it? Would you put the seal? Um, it's kind of a weird movie to put the seal on it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'd... I, for the people who know me the best, yeah, I would go ahead and do that. But for generic listeners, uh, yeah, I don't know that it's we have mainstream no, enough to do that. Just to stop you right there, we have no generic listeners, James. Everyone here is individual and important. Very good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> very cool. Very cool. So while you were uh, all catching your movies, I'm sure you noticed and uh, heard the sad, sad story of Ricardo Montalban has passed. The genius of Khan is no more. And uh, we at the Gunga Pit extend our condolences to all the fans and fam- friends and family out there. Ricardo Montalban, we salute you. You'll be missed. Yeah. And uh, I heard uh, p- the guy. It killed the chance for a Naked Gun five or whatever it was. So that's, five, that's five and a fifth. Five, five, five and one fifty fifth. That is what they would have gone for. <laughs> yes. And Star Trek: The Re Wrath of Khan is no longer in production. Yeah. They'll, they retired his jersey, I'm sure. I'm sure. Is Rewrath even a word? Yeah. <laughs> not, I'm pretty sure it should be. <laughs> we, uh, and I'm pretty we, sure they were, that movie was already, yeah, that was, that was being made, and Montalban just blew it. But yeah. yeah, I'm sure he had a long, long, uh, fruitful life. Yeah, I think he ended up, what, being 85 or something like that? 86, but regardless. Uh, we actually do have a big plan of discussing the movies of 2009. Looking forward, it's been... Uh, we actually have notes. I have notes. I don't know if you can hear this paper. Can you hear that paper? It's it, we, we're ready to go here. <laughs> actually, I didn't hear the paper. Can you, can oh, you hear okay. the paper can you, for me? <laughs> here, I'll do it on my end. Okay, there you awesome. go. There you go. Mine's a, um, mine's a notepad document, so I can click <laughs> my mouse really loud a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> so the first one, we're pretty much uh, going to go along. We uh, looked at a lot of lists, a lot of, uh, a lot of releases on what's going to be coming out, mainly in 2009. Some of these might sneak into 2010. They're a little pre, uh, to-be-determined dates, but a lot of movies being talked about, and we're going to try to give you a little bit of uh, a clue on what what we think you should see and maybe what you think uh, you shouldn't see, and maybe give you some info on some others. The first one I want to talk about, just out of pure interest, is X-Men Origins Wolverine, That's the which first comes out one you May, want to talk about? I think. Yeah, it's, I'm not doing this in any particular order. X-Men Origins. Clearly you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Go ahead. It's a random order. <laughs> I get it. I get it. So... The reason I want to talk about this is the the X Men Origins movies. Uh, the Magneto one was supposed to get out first, come out first, until really? the writers' strike, and it killed it. And after the writers' strike, there's that like, okay, me. yeah, okay, we can still do this, but they already. Wait, I didn't even know about the. I'm sorry. Can we just back up? Was yeah. Ian McKellen planning on doing the? Uh, yes, Magneto Ian McKellen one? was planning on doing it. Wow, and I had no idea about that. They were going to use because apparently there was a uh, a flashback in the third one where Ian McKellen's actually in it. And they used, I think it's the same stuff they did on uh, Curious Case of Benjamin Button with uh, 
Cape Blanchett, where they actually just CGI their face to make him look younger and et cetera. Right. So, yeah, he said he was going to do it. Um, signed up, writer strike happened, screenplay wasn't done, and at that point, X-Men, X-Men Origins Wolverine took off, and they just said, you know what, let's wait, see how this does, and pending on this movie, we'll do Magneto. And on top of that, X-Men First Class, another movie that's planned on being done about all the X-Men meeting in, uh, what is it, Xavier's school for, what's that, I don't even know what the name of it is. Gifted Youngsters. Gifted Youngsters, yeah. Um, James is definitely more of the, the comic than I am, but uh, based on the based on how well this movie does, these movies will be coming out. And on that, on that merit alone, you guys should go see this movie. Other than, other than that, I'm not really that pumped for it. I'm not going to see surprised. that movie. I'm, I'm surprised that Magneto was greenlit before Wolverine. I think Wolverine is by yeah, far the, the most face popular of the character. That yeah. even said, Magneto's a way bigger badass. Yeah, he's definitely important. Yeah, from so, what yeah, I read... Wolverine is all about the fanboys. From what I read, it was... Uh, I forget the guy. It was pretty much it. The, the guy writing it. It was just like, given the option, you know what? Here you go, write a prequel, figure out, pick one of these guys, and he picked Magneto. And Magneto gotcha. and Xavier meet up and... Yeah. Uh, yeah, Wolverine was always my favorite character. I'm definitely got some. I don't know. I'm a little leery about going to see this one just because they've screwed with the timelines in the past. It, I'm really close to the character, and I you know read all the comics, collected them, that sort of thing. So I kind of know all the storylines. So when they fuck with that shit, it you know it really. <laughs> it You're really like the kids that went and saw Lord of the Rings and went, oh, like they completely deleted chapters two through three, and yeah, it's, yes, it's, it's like <laughs> his shoes were not that color. Yeah. <laughs> And the, and the fact that Gambit's going to be in it is horrible. Yeah, I hate that character. So yeah, a little bit of uh, background on the X Men Origins Wolverine. You've got Hugh Jackman. Ryan Reynolds is in it. And yeah, I like him. that's what I was yeah. going to say. Ryan Reynolds is in it as Deadpool. But not that Deadpool. role. Like I like him as like the like the Rye comic. I don't know what he's going to yeah. be in that, but I doubt it's going to be a Rye comic. Well, apparently, I don't know much about the Deadpool guy. Uh, what I do know is he's kind of like a, a little mentally um, goofed up. So he just says random shit a lot. So that <laughs> maybe Ryan Reynolds is, will is, be good at that. Then. <laughs> yeah, it might I take it back. Yeah, it's gonna be, and that's just pretty much his becoming Wolverine. Them finding him, giving him his claws, yeah. his skeleton, etc. And I don't know Gambit's story, but I'm pretty sure he wasn't around during that time. But you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> whatever, man. It should. I don't know. I. Hugh Jackman, X-Men movie. It's a comic re-brought re, yeah. re to the I do like theater. him cast as the character. Yeah. Just the, they've been messing with it too much for me. I'm probably going to end up seeing it, but just because X-Men, Magneto, and X-Men First Class. Because I want to see, see the First Class movie of them acting as kids. What do you know about the First Class thing? Nothing, other than it was atta- right. attached at the end of, you know, depending on how well this movie does, X-Men First Class is also ready to be set up. We've been it's talking been... about this Wolverine movie for way too long. It's probably time <laughs> to move on. You got a, you got a better one? <laughs> yeah, Watchmen. Watchmen, next? Yeah, another, another comic, comic movie. Yeah, comic yeah. That's, that That is the movie that I'm going to see next year. That and maybe one or two others. That this is, year, that, you mean? Yeah, this year, I'm In sorry. In March, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that that is, that is going to be the movie that I see. Uh, that that's that's the number one that I'm going for. I'm debating whether I want to read the uh, graphic novel before I go see it or not. I have a couple friends that own it that have offered to lend it to me. The um, most celebrated graphic novel, according to the trailer. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's the only. It's, I think it's like the only graphic novel on the Time 500 Greatest Books of All Time or something like that. Oh, really? So that's that is pretty cool. saying something. I don't know if you are going to want to do want to, want to read it because apparently the the person that did the comic book Alan Moore did not want to write the screenplay and do, oh, doesn't want any yeah does not it. want anything to do with the movie. Yep. Interesting. It's definitely a different take on the superhero story. Just the the heroes that just don't give a shit about the public anymore. Yeah, it's pretty much uh yeah the the story of superheroes forced to go into hiding. Pretty much some of yeah. them are government government run. And then uh, something happens, the superheroes that are hiding or just pretty much distrusted have to deal with, like, some kind of nuclear tragedy or... I have, I have not the, I have not read the comic, but I am really pumped for this, too, mainly. See, I haven't read the comic, so I don't know much about it, but it's weird, and I may have mentioned this before, but I get a feeling of what people that haven't seen, like, Batman and Superman, like, aren't familiar with that, when they see a trailer for that, because... I don't know, some of the costumes look a little corny to me. Some of them are okay. So it's just like, oh, so this is what a normal person, you know, feels like when they're looking at, you know, 
an X-Men trailer <laughs> or something. I'm just like, what yes. a normal human being feels. <laughs> right. Jim, I love you to tell you, you will never understand what a normal human being feels. <laughs> yeah, <Okay>. exactly. <laughs> yeah, so uh, besides a couple of costumes being a little corny for me, it's uh, it, it looks pretty good. Yeah, and you, you have the, the guy that did 300, so in terms of a graphic novel coming to the screen, it's, it's yeah. got to do a pretty good job. I'd right, think. right. But... Yeah, I'm completely pumped. It's actually soon. Well, March is soon comparatively to some of these other ones, and I, yeah, I, I really want to see it. I would recommend any viewer that uh, yeah. is interested in any comic whatsoever to go see this movie for sure. And speaking of comics, GI Joe's coming out this year. <laughs> nice that's going to be. Nice. It's going to be horrible. What? I'm just Come say on. That right now. Brendan Fraser's in it. So. Well, hold on. Brendan Fraser's in it as like an uncredited guy riding around, and that's it. Like he's not yeah, in it. Yeah, you know, I mean, his taint. You can smell it from even before you get into <laughs> the theater. <laughs> What'd you say? I didn't hear that. Yeah, his taint. That's oh, what I yeah. said. Oh, <laughs> uh, at least at least they're going. You know, <laughs> they're going to the edge with GI Joe: Rise of the Cobra. At least they're saying, you know what? Fuck the GI Joe. This is the Cobra's. <laughs> this is the Cobra's movie. Like they're trying to catch Uh-oh. up or something. Like let's make the evil movie first, and then we'll make uh, we'll make the other ones later. I can't imagine this being anywhere near good. <laughs> I, I I have a feeling that this is going to rival the Crystal Skull for uh, for worst movie I've ever seen. But I will see it. What's your what's your worry about it, James? The the plot? You got a problem with plots? With the, the, plot, the plot doesn't even matter in this movie. Maybe Brendan Fraser's in it. Is, do you have a problem against Marlon Wayans? Is that, is that your issue? Uh, it's gonna, I just have a feeling that no one's... I don't know. It, it just seems like it's such a, a huge cast that... I mean... Besides Storm, I mean, I I did the GI Joe thing when I was young. I even had the comic. And besides Snake Eyes, I can't remember like, you know, caring about any of the characters whatsoever. You didn't care so about I the Baroness gonna... when you were a kid. Come on, no, come on. Or any other random, just Duke, <laughs> Hawk, Flint, any of those just generic army guys. And I mean, Snake Eyes was the only one that seemed to be that stood out, between, you know, from everybody else. You're right, and. Honestly, I don't see a whole... I mean, once you get past the nostalgia of, like, oh, there's so-and-so, oh, there's, you know, you know the, the spotting of them, I don't think there's going to be much movie, so... Well, there's... At least they don't have the problem with X-Men that they fucked up in 1 and 2, where they don't have a storyline that actually have to adhere to and fuck up. They don't. They can't even fuck it up. They, 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 can make, they get to make their own, so... Well, I, I guess... And we know that the storylines that Hollywood's been coming story. out with recently have been... Excellent. So I think we're in good shape. Oh, my turn, my turn. Fanboys. Fan <laughs> yes, boys. that was the one I was going to bring up. Now my turn is free. All right. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty excited about fanboys. I'm, I'm pretty pumped for fanboys. I'm definitely not going to see it in the theater, but I'm pumped to, to, to <laughs> wait for it to come out in, on Netflix. That's I don't know if I, we had brought this, up, this movie up earlier on any of the podcasts, but we did discuss this on the site and fanboys actually was posed to be released a long time ago like 2007 yeah i, but I, I read something actually, about and you guys can correct me about this there's some there's there's a story about that isn't there yeah pretty much okay. it ended up it ended up pretty much uh getting what's the word negative Black-listed? press people okay. people people writing etc about how uh this the the, plan, the plot of the story group of friends love star wars they meet up after, you know, like two years or three years. I think they meet up, like, after college or something. And everyone's still, like, most of their friends still like Star Wars. And there's this one guy that's, you know, more serious. And it turns out this guy has cancer. And they're like, man, this guy needs to see Star Wars. This guy needs to get to see Phantom Menace Episode One before he dies. So they are like, all right, let's go. We're going to go to the Star Wars ranch or whatever and, and steal the movie. Um, turned out they got a lot of negative press because this, the story of the cancer-ridden guy that's going to die... And they ended up pretty much putting it on the shelf until they got tons of other emails saying, you guys are nuts. We need to watch this. This movie, there's nothing wrong with this. And sent email after email. Finally, it's coming out with the cancer kid still in it, the cancer guy in it still. They were talking about doing another movie 
without the cancer plot, but they're they're sticking with it. Has Kevin Smith done anything recently that hasn't been like just boycotted like crazy? Uh, maybe Clerks too, because because nobody gave a shit. But uh, <laughs> like I remember Dogma, people going crazy about like all oh, the Catholic faith, blah blah blah, blah and and it seems like um and then the uh, the Zach and Miri thing, a bunch of assholes, you know, had a problem with the word porno being in it, and uh, yeah, I like. It's true story. Yeah. True story. Not unless you count his uh, his acting stuff. <laughs> that die hard for <laughs> that excellent movie. That excellent movie. Yeah, no, nobody bothered to protest that. I, you know what? I've got a placard. I'm gonna protest that. <laughs> yeah, it's a. Uh, the other interesting thing though is it's been so long. Like Star Wars was still you know in the in the scope back then. It's you know that series is gone and. It is a little like is that going to matter to the sales of this or to the viewership of this uh, movie? Well, I think I think most of the audience is going to be you know the people like the us who love Star Wars and you know that just want you know loved it so much. So I think its popularity is going to ride on how well these people have you know a sense of humor about themselves for one right, thing. Right. I think they're just going to be ripping on you know. That group, their core audience. I, yeah. I would say that they, he has a better shot with Star Wars nerds than he would have if he had attacked Star Trek nerds. I know that that Trekkies movie did nothing because Star Trek nerds have seem to have very little self uh, sense of humor about themselves. So. Yeah, right. And uh, before well, Shatner shows up in this one, so yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, and he's not showing up in the new Star Trek, is he? Yeah, which is also think about that a little out. bit. He was considering he it. Wa- he wanted to be. No, in I said he th- he threw a stink about that a little bit. I think. Really, he wasn't asked or yeah. something. The sh- B. Shatner was like, not asked to be. Yeah, in. it was just like, oh, we couldn't work him in the story the way we wanted, and there's nothing, you know, without forcing it. And I don't think he liked that. Interesting. Before, uh, I I love the trailer for that movie though, because when they look at all the famous people from you know the old days, they just talk about who they played. They don't say their like, real name. It just says, Lando Calrissian's in this movie. Princess Leia's in this movie. The guy from The Office. And they just, they go, <laughs> mentions no names whatsoever. Oh my god, that's funny. Yeah, this movie, Star Trek, you know, coming out with a new cast, coming out in May. And I just, I, we've, we've talked about it a little bit. We're, take time to lace into it. But I don't, I don't want to see this movie. The, the characters, the casting seems really weird. And, Although, what is it, Eric Bana is like the bad guy? That seems cool. I have no idea what the plot is. The plot's probably going to be some stupid, you know. It's just, it's pretty much the origin story from what I understand. Yeah, and I don't know. It's, you know, Star Trek usually gets a nod from me, but I don't, I don't know if I'm going to see this one. You know, at first I was in that boat, like, yeah, this is a stupid idea. But as it goes on, I'm getting a little bit more intrigued by it. I do like that J.J. Abrams is doing it. Um, yes, the stars are going to stand out like, Big time, but I don't know. It's I'm interested. It's more of an intrigue as opposed to excited about it. I'm just like, okay, let's see what they do with it. Um, I kind of like the fact that I think I mentioned this before that the the fights seem like the star fights seem to be better. It's more like airplane fights as opposed to you know submarine style. Yeah. Um, I noticed there's a huge alien in one. I'm like, okay, that's a little different for them, but I'm, just, I'm it's more of an intrigue level for me. I don't. Yeah, the the alien thing wouldn't doesn't really bother me just because I loved how in the Star Trek, like the TV series and all other movies, everything they run into is humanoid. Like everything, you know. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Any, no matter what it is, it's got two legs, <laughs> well, green bitch. two arms. Watch out. <laughs> they can ha- they can have sex with it, and that's pretty much it. And yeah, uh, yeah well, the they can't. I do like that they keep that about uh, Kirk. Oh, is he is he gonna be having sex with green bitches in this movie? <laughs> um, I don't know, but I know he's still Randy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, like to go through some of this for the the viewers that aren't aren't in the know. You've got Chris Pine as Kirk, who's been in what? Do you know, do you know what uh, he's been doing? I don't know much about tons him. of random crap. Small town. Just What's my the luck? subtitle for this movie? Nothing. Star it's Trek. Just Star Trek. Period. Yeah, they're just calling That's it Star it. Trek. Yeah. Yeah, they should call it Star Trek 2009 or something stupid. But you got <laughs> Eric Bana, who's probably the only the only big name in here. Simon Pegg from the Shaun of the Dead. Uh, He's a big name. Fuzz. I like him. Yeah, yeah Simon and Scotty. Like I don't know. Like if they're making Scotty, I hate that he's like, in it. Was the Scotty the comic relief on on uh, the Enterprise? I guess sort of. Just, I think they all took turns. Yeah. Yeah, Winona Scottish. Ryder. Winona Ryder's in it. Uh, I think everyone's... Winona Ryder's in it. Yeah, really. As Amanda She's Grayson. Super hot. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> I've never heard of, never heard of that character, but I know that the guy who plays Spock is super hot character. <laughs> <laughs> Is the human the mother of Spock, you moron? Oh. <laughs> really? Yeah. That doesn't sound nearly as hot when you say it like that. 
Um, yeah, no kidding. Yeah. And um, the guy that's playing Spock is from Heroes, so I know he's got a little bit of fame just from that. Yeah, yeah. And Ja Cho um, from Harold and Kumar fame as Sulu. Right, yeah. right, right. Yep. Um, who else? Oh, Carl Urban, the, the guy who played the horse rider from Lord of the Rings. He's uh, Bones. Oh, is he? You, yeah. you mean he's uh, the, you mean he's the badass hero in Doom is what you meant to say? But yeah, yes. <laughs> um, going back to your Shatner comment, uh, Leonard Nimoy is in it. I didn't know Leonard Nimoy was going to yes. get a nod, and Which Shatner didn't. That's very yeah, interesting. Yeah, that's probably added to the, the yeah to the problem. salt and Chat- Shatner's wound. Yeah, that's, that's pro- now I see his problem. That's I'd be pissed too if I was Shatner. I'd be pissed too. Oh. What, what's uh, what's on your list? Who's playing it's, your t- uh, her is Zoe Zaldana. Yeah. Who, who's <laughs> um, in tons of TV stuff. A lot of movies, too. I, I don't know her, though. My turn. My turn. Yeah. I, I want to talk about The Birds, um, the remake of the uh, Alfred Hitchcock classic. Uh, and I really want to talk. I'm sure it's going to be terrible. No, Naomi Watts, Na- Naomi Watts, Watts is yeah. in it. And, uh, and George Clooney is apparently rumored. But... Uh, it's a rumor. Don't spread it. Uh, it was, <laughs> but um, this is I, this is the speculation show. We can say whatever the hell we want. Yeah. <laughs> Eric God's gonna be in it too. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, the uh, the birds. I want to talk about it because I am a huge fan of the original one. It's one of the very few movies that has actually genuinely scared me, and I couldn't tell you why even anymore. I haven't seen it in quite a few years, but when I saw this movie, I saw it twice, and it just scared me to to. To, to high hell, and uh, I'm interested to see what they do with it. I, I'd be I'd be curious to see if this is a decent movie. I'm guessing it's not, but yeah, odds uh, are. But it, it's cool this also might not be 2009. It's a to be determined one, so right? Right, sure and, and especially with Clooney it. being, uh, you know, not even sure if he's in it yet. Like he's he would be one of the main characters. So questionable. Yeah, I, um, I have not seen the movie. Um, it's not even on my queue. I'll have to get to it at some point, but it's definitely. Yeah, I haven't made. seen that one either. It's gonna um, be. I'm guessing. Is it what is it? It's Clooney. So in, if it's Clooney and Watts, are they like sneak off together to some town? That's <laughs> what do we got? That, that would be the classic Hitchcock yeah. plot, right? Yeah, yeah it's, it would. It would be something like that. Yeah, it's it's uh yeah the, the, the Clooney would be playing the um the irresistible lawyer um and Watts is like the uh like the 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 big town chick that comes to the little town to to, to uh you know she's kind of coaxed into it by the big city or by the uh by the irresistible lawyer and they get to this town and all of a sudden like these birds just start like all kinds of birds sparrows crows whatever just start attacking people and it's it's uh it if, again for whatever reason it's just genuinely terrifying to me and uh it's it's a, a really cool movie I'd really recommend it James, it's your turn. What are you pumped or not pumped to see? Um, that's a great question. I think the one I'm most pumped in, it's more of an intrigue since I don't know too much about it. Sounds like you did some reading on it. Is Avatar by Mr. James Cameron. Yeah, this does seem uh, pretty cool. I, I pretty much love everything he does, so I, I'm very interested. It's been a while since he's done anything, so hopefully uh, he's picked the right project to work on all this time. So Yeah, apparently... Uh, Go ahead, go ahead. Maybe you know the plot better, so maybe it's best if you uh, talk about it. The plot I didn't get much of, but it sounds like a, uh, I don't know if it's supposed to be an ex-marine, but ex-military guy, paraplegic, gets sent to, uh, this is futuristic space, so that he gets sent to a planet there, they're pretty much mining the hell out of it and taking all the resources from it, and there's a local population there that they have to deal with, and it's pretty much about him flipping sides, realizing that they're doing the wrong thing. But what's crazy about this whole movie, the whole James Cameron situation with this, is he had to wait for the technology to, to be developed to do this. Because what he wanted to do with uh, with motion, he wanted to do it with like motion capture, where you have like the guy wearing the suit to do an animated creature. So you have the guy, okay. excuse me, <clears throat> the guy doing the suit, sort of like you know Monsters Inc. or something, um, moving around, playing the creature that's in it. They're going to be doing that live as they're shooting. So he wanted to not only have the stop the motion capture, he wanted the motion capture live so the actor, like he can see the whole picture in front of him being that's produced. That's really cool. Well, the it. shot is being generated as yeah, he's it's moving nuts. with the stuff. It's that's, that's really cool. Yeah. I did not and know that. He also had. It kind of. Go ahead. Uh, this is kind of a tangent, but uh, I remember going to the theme park, you know, down in Florida by, you know, a certain, you know, huge company. But anyway. Um, Go ahead. Is it Netflix? Uh, is it? <laughs> no, <laughs> Disney. Disney. <laughs> and they have the, they have the, uh, um, 
like the interactive movie screen with Mike Wazowski from Monsters Inc. and the one person could be saying stuff and you know the picture could like react with that. So it's, it's I wonder if that's part of that same technology tree. Yeah, it's it's. It and I notice the Sigourney's in it, so you know it can't be. All See, bad, you know, it's so. awesome. Yeah, they also have uh, some crazy some crazy device they created for also with the motion capture. They wear this hat like a like a large skull cap thing that has sensors shooting down in the face. So not only is like you got the body motions collected, but now it's got like every like you know mouth movement of the face. Yeah, it's gonna be. If this is if this is anything but you know just a crazy technological show off, I'll be sort of surprised. Like the plot's (laughs) good. James Cameron wrote it. I don't know what else he's been doing in terms of writing, so hopefully he's had time to, to slice uh, spice this up. But I'm telling you, he's we'll been on, on on Entourage as James Cameron. He's been busy. <laughs> I'm Studying his of, role. A lot of lines there, a lot of lines. <laughs> this had like four lines. <laughs> this is a movie I'm going to see, and I would, I'd recommend it to any, especially people have been, I'm sure there have been so many people waiting for more James Cameron stuff. Like, this is... This will be yeah. a this will be a blockbuster, if not a good movie. It'll be it'll make a lot of money, I'm sure. So go see it. Yeah, go see it. It'll be a blockbuster. <laughs> a little more on the a little a little more on the offshoot is Inglorious Bastards. This is a movie I'm I'm pumped to see. Uh, Quentin this Tarantino. This is another one of the movies that I will see next year. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. Year, this same year. here. Comes out comes out summer June, and it's I haven't read up much about the plot other than that. You get the you have the Jewish American special forces forces getting together. Is this yeah World War Two time? And this is in Germany, right? Like they get in Germany, set up this special force to pretty much go and cause chaos within the Nazi ranks, right? Right. Like, yeah, just be brutal. Yeah. Yeah, and just pretty much scare Nazis into becoming un-Nazi. If I can, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll say that for now. <laughs> and we're back to Nazi movies already after two two uh, two more podcasts. Yeah. But and as we mentioned before, Mike Myers in it, so that's kind of weird. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be yeah, really gotta interesting. He's got to do something, right? And Quentin Tarantino, yeah. like, he hasn't. Like he, I don't think he's done much in terms of like gunfight action. Like you've got Pulp Fiction, sort of. You have the um, what's the? I don't know how much this death is proof, be sort of. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Like, is this going to be some like a lot More of that movie. action, or is it just going to be you know the Quentin Tarantino walking around talking, talking about the shit situation yeah. they're in? And well, this is yet another remake too, from what I yeah yeah. yeah so hopefully it is. And I've never seen the first one. Mm-hmm. Very true. Sorry. Sniping a drink there. Um, I'm pumped for it. Brad Pitt, Mike Myers, and it, I don't know. It's going to be it's going to yeah, be Yeah, I'm funny. excited about that one. And Tarantino, this is the first since Death Proof, right? The latest since Death Proof. Right. Should right. be. Uh, I believe so. Yeah. It's going to be. I'm, gonna, I'm pumped. I'm really pumped. I'm going to be seeing that, too. There's a couple. I'm actually going to be seeing a, a few of these movies, as long as they're uh, stick to their release date in 2009. Yeah. Jeff, you got one you want to attack? Um, you know, I mean, just real, real quick, I want to talk about S. Darko. Um, oh God, the, please. The the uh, just I and the the non Richard Kelly. And I think we're taking a turn here because these are movies that we we're actually interested in that we were talking about before, but uh, for the most part. But um, the uh, the S. It, 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 the it, Richard Kelly is the guy that wrote and directed the the Donnie Darko movie, which I think we all at least like a little bit. It's at least interesting, right? So at least. Um, I'd agree with that. Yeah, and and it's uh, and this S. Darko movie looks like just a cheap, cheap uh, attempt to capitalize on that. Uh, that having been said, I'm de- well, I'm definitely not going to see it in the theater. Uh, I, I'll be interested to see if it gets any kind of decent review. I'll pro- I'll probably wait for it to come out and and, and watch it. It's going to suck DVD. on Netflix. It's going to really suck. It, no, yeah, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it's going to be god awful. But you know, so. apparently um, this is. This is sort of got awful. The Fast and the Furious Vin Diesel back on Hold the on. wagon. <laughs> Before we move on to Fast God and bless. Furious, what's interesting about the the S Darko movie is the original girl to play uh, Donnie Darko's uh, sister, sister, the right? young yeah. sister. Yeah, it's gonna be the movie. The plot is based on her growing up to eighteen and having a, a bizarre vision at in Los Los, uh, Los Angeles. What's odd though is they have the same actor playing the girl. From then till now, like this is what, like a twelve-year difference now. Nah, it can't and, be that long. I don't know. It's, it's been a like while. a seven-year difference. Yeah. Regardless, I think it's odd. Like, yes, it seems seems obvious that the person that played her before would play her now, but 
she was what you know ten before. She looks completely different now, and it's I think it's odd that they yeah, stuck with eight years. They could have picked that anybody, cool. and they stuck with the same person. I, I found that very interesting. Other than that, I, this movie can suck. Um, <laughs> so yeah, speaking of suck, Fast and the Furious. What's what's wrong with my problem with Fast and the Furious? I'll lay this out right now. <laughs> Let's Just lay it out for you. Let me lay this out. Because you need one. I like how they're going back to, wait, okay, Fast and the Furious 1, we're going to count that. Fast and Furious 2, we'll count that. That was a good movie. We're going to put this in place of Fast and Furious 3, Tokyo Drift, because that movie wasn't good. Like, all That's those... not unheard yeah, of. I know. Super, it, Superman yeah. did the same thing. But I just love how they're just like, yo, these movies, were, these movies were good, that was good, that was good. No, this one sucked. All of them sucked. What are they talking about? <laughs> like, they should have just restarted the whole thing. I, I don't know. Well, Vin Diesel, doing, figure- I thought. Yeah. No, th- no this, is, this is actually filling in. Yeah, this is filling in in the place of three in terms of the storyline, supposedly. Oh, okay. So one and two happened. This is the third one. So sort of like if they had a good movie for Back to the Future Part Three after Back to the Future Part Three came out. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. Exactly. All right, I did not realize that. That's that's funny. But yeah. Um, See, my cutoffs a little different there. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, War- Paul Walker and Vin Diesel. I'm happy you're going to make five billion dollars for this movie, but we're not. We're not going to see it. Spe- speaking yeah, of, if, if I see one uh, car movie, it's going to be you know, Spy Hunter. <laughs> Spy Hunter video game yes. turned to turned to t- turned yes. to the film. I'm- As always, we're on the cutting edge, <laughs> knowing what's coming up. We talked about video game movies, but yeah, The Rock as Spy Hunter. So, and it's funny because I was looking at the director for this guy or for this movie, Paul W S Anderson. Apparently, and he did Mortal Kombat, Resident Evil, Alien vs Predator, all previous. Oh, he he uh, video well, game he knows, titles. He knows badass. <laughs> he knows where he fits. He knows where he fits. He's got his genre and he's sticking to it. Oh man, speaking. Well, I was gonna say the funny thing about Spy Hunter. I th- first I thought of Spy vs Spy. I'm like, oh, that movie's gonna be cool. There's gonna be a lot of conflict. That's gonna be awesome. Another video game, by the way. But it's Spy Hunter, the game where I could never score any any high score whatsoever unless I was going like two miles per hour on that arcade game. Pretty much all you do is drive on a car and run it into a another truck that would give you a special power and then drive down the road and just jump hit jumps and stay alive and don't get run off the road. That's all it was. That's fascinating. And never played it. I just know the music. Oh, it's it's gonna be great. It's gonna be awesome. <laughs> I, hope it's, I hope it's even better than your description of the video game. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, uh, it probably won't be. Unlike, uh, <laughs> it won't be as good as our uh, other great movies. Let's see, Angel vs. Demons, because everybody liked, uh, what was that uh, abortion movie again? Abortion. <laughs> uh, da Vinci Code. Da Vinci oh, the, Code. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, I, these, this Angels vs. Demons movie, uh, or Angels and Demons, I, I guess. Angels so. and Demons, yeah. An- so. Yeah, uh, this is great. I mean, now every, literally every fuckwit that told me all about the, uh, the Knights Templar after seeing the Da Vinci Code can uh, can wow me with all his newfound information about the Catholic Church and its inner workings. I'm really really excited for this movie. Let me tell you. Well, you'll you. be able to see it in May, so you uh, <laughs> won't have to last too long. Well, I, you, I probably and, you, and McGregor, you and McGregor, you and McGregor signed on for this. As the, yeah, I think the guys, new, uh, the guys trying to make a buck. Did you ever see that movie, The Island? No, no, me neither. I'm sure it was a piece of <laughs> dog shit. <laughs> uh, how could it be dog shit? It was Michael Bay. Michael Bay did Angel vs. De- Angel and Demons? Oh, no, okay. the, uh, uh, the Island. Speaking of which, the, uh, the, the grill in the room right now is uh, Transformers 2 is supposed to be coming out next year, right? Like yeah, we should summer? talk about Transformers yes. 2. That's a good point. I, I only have one thing to say about that one. Michael Bay. Apparently Soundwave's going to be in it, so yeah. that's got to be kind of I'm going to cool. see it because Soundwave's in it. That's pretty much it. <laughs> you were yeah. going to see and it. And then the movie's over, just like G.I. Joe. <laughs> no, no, no. G.I. G. Joe's going to thrill people. I don't know Is about that super this. hot babe going to be in it? See, yes. Now that yeah, I'll see it. She's probably getting star billing, too. Sheila Booth is getting <laughs> getting booted. No, um, yeah, it. your original Megan Fox, Sheila Booth, or however you pronounce that, Shyla LaBeouf. Shia uh, LaBeouf. John yeah. Turturro also coming back, which Thank is God. big. Yeah. Which is he was big. in a Heineken commercial I saw uh, during a football game. A very bizarre yeah, one. Wow, really are you serious? Like, yeah, he was, awesome. he was the star, at least. I mean, that's... Congratula- congratulations, Turturro. Yeah. See, here's the thing, though. G.I. Joe knows exactly what's going on here. because G.I. Joe is going with... That's because knowing is half the battle. <laughs> oh, my... <laughs> wow. <laughs> Big time. Hey, guess what? I, I've been out. here the whole time. They did not set that up. That was... <laughs> <laughs> um, Transformers, Revenge of the Falling, being the movie, you know, being your Empire Strikes Back type movie. It's going to be the badass good guys getting their ass kicked. 
This is why G.I. Joe is going to do well, because G.I. Joe knows that that's the movie you want to see. And they're going to start with that, you know. The good guys are going to lose, and that's what this movie is going to be. It's a good point. And the Dark Knight was a lot better movie than um, than the Batman Begins. Uh, it's yeah. because yeah, the good guys go. wound up losing. There you go. So I guess the question is, are you going to see this in theaters? No. Yes. Transformers? Yeah, Transformers. Mm, probably not. Really? It's not, you know it's not going to be worth shit going. as soon as it gets off the big group. screen. It's going to, like, you want to see it for the special effects, right? I think I've seen sure. enough movies for the special effects. I don't really think there's been, like, a big, like, there is, like, I remember going and seeing The Matrix for the special effects, and then, like, going and seeing, uh, like, maybe the first Transformers for the special, but, like, there hasn't been a move in special effects in a long time that has really impressed me. Like, nothing impresses me anymore. Avatar. Avatar. Go see it. All right, well, I'm excited for Avatar, I guess, then. Um, moving on, I don't think I I, I might see it. I, probably because Soundwave. Soundwave will pull me in. I'm I'm a big Transformers fan. The first one was pretty. As good. long as the voice is the same, and as long as the, the Starscream's voice was disappointing. Yeah, if the, if the good guys don't lose in this one, I'm going to be pissed though, and you guys are going to hear about it on the podcast. So, just be <laughs> so ready. don't listen to that one. <laughs> be re- be ready for it. Um, we do need to get moving on here, James. Do you have any other big ones you want to discuss? I, I do have one more I want to um, stop on. No, I, I got. A list that we could, I could still talk about, so I'm one more is not going to make or break right, me. Well, Underworld Rise of the Lichens, I think it comes out this <laughs> week or next week. Make sure you Sorry, guys, go make ahead, sure you guys go see ahead. that. Three big ones. No Kate Beckinsale yeah, for no all Kate you interested. Beckinsale. It's, it's Rona Mitra, so, yeah, another so, accomplice actress. So another movie that. I'm not going to. Another movie I'm not going to see. That's sort of interesting. Sherlock Holmes is coming out in November. Yeah, the Guy Ritchie's directing machine. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Guy Ritchie was surprising. Yeah, he's. Pretty much, he's and Rachel McAdams from Wedding uh, Crasher fame is going to yep, be in it. Yep. But or the Notebook, the notebook for yeah, yeah. They're Galloway. Turning, I read up a little bit about it. I know the basic Sherlock Holmes story as, as anyone, but apparently there are some some roots in him being a badass in terms of like physically. Then yeah, 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 yeah he's off he, of a newer he's, version. Uh, yeah, like, like I don't, a boxer. He could he could box like uh, yeah. But, you know, so before we'll see. We'll it, see yeah. about that. I want to see the trailer. I haven't seen it yet. Um, Public Enemies should get a nod. I'm not. I probably won't see it. Johnny Depp, I'm pretty much being Johnny Depp and Christian Bale. Dillinger story. Yeah, being uh, discussing the the mafia will be a very interesting one. And then, of course, the movie everyone's going to see that I don't even the really Terminator talk about is not the Terminator. <laughs> oh, okay. it's Harry Harry Potter and the Half oh, Blood, yeah. Blood Prince in July. Everyone's going to see it. It's the, I'm just bummed it's not a Christmas movie anymore. They're doing the whole. Summer thing, with yeah, it. and just pretty much because what it was the writer strike opened up a spot, so they moved it to the summer to make billions. Yeah, basically, yeah. it was a better money spot. All right. Anyhow, we are cutting short on time. Maybe we'll uh, stop a little bit and talk about it next week because I, we we do have a lot of notes on this stuff. And uh, yeah, maybe we'll have a second showing of it. <laughs> this is the first week. time we've ever had a lot of notes, so yeah, <laughs> we don't want to yeah. waste it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not throwing these away. You're not going to hear crumpled up paper this time. <laughs> I'm keeping it. Um, but we do need to get back to the Parker Posey from last week, which was a James question. And James, if you want to uh, refresh us with the, what the question was. Um, the question was, um, what scene in a movie either shocked or surprised you the most? Uh, and it's got to be based off of expectations for the movie. So obviously horror shows don't count because you're already expecting to be shocked. But it'd be like a, you know, a surprise ending, a, a strange content, or just of an out-of-nowhere scene. There were there weren't that many answers, but it definitely beat Jeff's terrible no, performance from the week before. Just relax, okay? Just it? take I, it easy. I'm kind of surprised if it did. I only had what four responses to yeah, this one. Yeah, um, there were there were some pretty good classic picks. We had the usual suspects. Ob, Ob, Ob that was a very good mm-hmm. one, and yep. Empire Strikes Back. Um, yep, both genius picks and classic. You can't argue with those whatsoever. There were lots of comments about the Parker Posey picture. If you guys are interested, yeah. all you viewers that uh, don't catch the Parker Posey, go to the Parker Posey for the picture if you need if you need yeah, that. That is a great... I was actually going to make a comment. I <laughs> Super hot Parker Posey picture, yeah. <laughs> oh, any standouts in, in your mind, James? Um, I like KPW's Serenity pick, her second one about yeah. uh, Wash being killed. And that one didn't affect me very much because I've never. You've never seen the Firefly that was my first, stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, that was my first, you know, viewing of any of that. So, but then hearing other people talk about, it, like, oh yeah, that would have been pretty. Have big. you caught the Firefly um, stuff now or no? Have you caught the Firefly stuff today? I have not. It's okay. still my only viewing of any of that material. You should catch it. Um, anyway, I like Jarv bringing up Seven. Um, I kind of agree with it, but more of a different nature. I was kind of surprised 
that he did end up shooting Kevin Spacey at the end. Spoiler alert. Sorry. Oh. But just the, just the fact Big that... Spoiler. That one's going to hurt. Go that it. one's going to hurt. Swilling oh, green <laughs> is people. <laughs> yeah. But just just the fact that they didn't go with the typical Hollywood thing where he comes to his senses and le- lets the guy live. But you know, that's what I was kind of expecting. But instead, he gives in and stuff like that. And the Samuel L. Jackson Deep Blue Sea is just out of nowhere. So that fit in really well, too. Good job, Jeff. <laughs> that, that, that photo is what made it, I think. Be, <laughs> yeah. That image is great. If you, if you haven't seen it, get on the site soon and see that image that I found. It's hilarious. Um, I, you know, I... Um, I just wanted to make a real quick plug. Uh, Paxton brought up a really obvious one, but it's an interesting point. Uh, he, he brought up uh, The Empire Strikes Back and uh, Hans, or uh, rather, um, Darth Vader being Luke's father. And how, uh, obviously, uh, well, Greg and I are not of the age where you, like, I don't know about you, Greg, but I never, ever can remember seeing Star Wars, any of them, without knowing full well that Darth Vader was Luke's father. Yeah, and yeah, I don't the, either. The idea of people that would go to the, you know, somebody that went to the theater and saw that and went whoa it's so cool to me <laughs> yeah. like wow. it's wow yeah yeah i actually remember being more excited to find out what happened than being shocked i don't know why but i just remember for you know Re- return of the jedi just like okay what's gonna happen you know you know is so-and-so getting out of you know carbonite and all that stuff I actually don't remember so much about the being shocked at the yeah. end, like all that happened. Also, yeah. double props to uh, Scott P for using the term "grass fuckers" in his. Uh, <laughs> 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 it is, and I was going to say that. Damn it! You stole my line. Ah. I don't know what it means, but it's a good <laughs> it cracks my shit up. So, <laughs> coming, uh, coming to our next Parker Posey. Um, the Parker Posey. If uh, you still aren't in the know, we are going to bring it up on the show. I have the question today. I'm going to bring it up with my answer, and James and Jeff are going to answer it live. Then we open up the forums for you to discuss it uh, there, and we'll uh, bring up your responses in the next show, which uh, is sure to be genius. Sure to be genius. Uh, I had a lot of thought about this one. I actually didn't think as much about the answer as I should have. I do I do like it. It was hard to pick. But uh, the question is, it's going to be a hard one. A lot of nerdiness is going to come out in this one. What's your favorite setting for a movie? Pretty Pretty basic. A lot of answers. Uh, what I ended up coming up with, so setting, you know, time, place, um, fantasy, realistic, whatever, whatever you, whatever, whatever adjective you want to throw on it. Um, I'm, I'm picking. And it can be part of a movie? You, you don't have to name a specific movie, but if you need to say a movie to give the, the, the feel. No, I just meant like, you know. Like you know, Empire Strikes Back. Oh, Star like Wars, a ship planet, or something. Planet. Can I just pick one planet, or you know, or you're just talking about overall? If you want to get specific, you can. I was going to do a little. Okay. Uh, like for example, my an- my answer was going to be, first of all, future and space. Pretty, they sort of go together. <laughs> yeah. Future, you're talking more generic terms. Future, <laughs> space. Generic. You just took literally three quarters of the answers right well, there. <laughs> also, also, I wasn't done. I wasn't done. Futuristic space with like the dystopian view of just people dealing with techno like how technology has come together over the years. And this is what also I like about it, people have to think about all right, where is society heading or just you know, put their mind together and think of just something genius to put well, not always genius, aka doom, but <laughs> something genius to put together that makes sense where the like human civilization might lead in a thousand years or two hundred years or whatever. And it's, the space thing pretty much goes along with that. But I always like how they have to deal with technology, how they pretty much usually dystopian-like, and it's 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 a good time. I, I, all movies like that, you know, even Leprechaun 4 makes it on there. Lep in space. Yeah. So so your question is more based generically, then? I, I, I thought just... of it more generically. But if you want to say okay. the ship in Hunt for the Rock October, I'll allow it. Sub submarines in general is even better, but go ahead. Gotcha. A- anything? Did you think of anything? Um, like if you want to say, you know, downtown Pack City, you know, either England or New York or whatever in 1800s or w- anything, fantasy, medieval fantasy. Any? Yeah, the first thing that popped in my ha- my head, and it's a specific one, is just the Matrix. Just the fact that they were, you know, kind of existing. In this alternate reality that is, you know, the computer yeah. world. Um, I know it's not like the generic style. Generic style, I'd probably have to go like a medieval context, gotcha. you know, like the Lord of the Rings or something like that. But yeah, Matrix was the first thing that popped in my head. I thought that was a really neat and you know just 
unique way of looking at something. Yeah, I, I definitely want a more general, but I like your answer, and I, I accept it for sure. Uh, the just I guess that's sort of a uh, along the same lines of you have that futuristic dystopian kind of feel of this is what we've created, this is what we have to deal with, and this is what we have. So it's pretty cool. Jeff, anything specific or generic in that general? Yeah, I'm going to go modern times. Modern times. Well, I should say, the, like the first currently. thing that came into my head is that this is even worse than one of my questions. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> um, but I thought it was thing, good. Go on. Uh, no, it's, it's not bad. I'm, I'm kidding. But, um, uh, yeah, I, like, it's, it's a really tough question because you can, you can narrow it or you can broaden it like crazy. Um, I, I think uh, if, there, if there's a scene I want to watch, it's like, like uh, a scene that takes place, like any scene that, in, in a decent movie that takes place in the basement of a casino is always awesome. Or, um, <laughs> like, uh, you know, like, like anytime you're, you're, you're someplace in a movie, and I guess it would be more of a setting for a scene than a setting for a movie, but someplace where you will never get to go as a person. Like, it's modern times, but you will never get to go into, you know, the, uh, into the basement of a casino. You'll, you'll never get to go into the, you know, the, the, uh, Don Corleone's, like, you know, his inner, his room with the, you know, the, the opening scene to The Godfather. Uh, yeah. and, and I can't, I can't specify what that is, but any, any place where I am never gonna get to go Just is really like fascinating. usually restricted areas. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Restricted And it's areas. not, like, restricted by, you know, the height of Everest or the depths of some cave. It's something sort of, like, like socially a social restriction. Yeah, 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 or like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's a good answer. That's that's what I'm looking for, something like that. Like, I, I thought there were going to be, you know, I'm sure when we get to, we're going to have, like, Tolkien's, you know, mid-realm or whatever, and we're going to have all Middle-earth, and we're going to have, I don't know, lots of dorkiness, I think, is going to come out. I was sort of thinking about picking, you know, your, your like, Blade Runner, Metropolis, like, dysto- I guess it would be, like, right. dystopian city. That's not really, like, future, like, not uh, out in space kind of thing. I was going to pick, the, I was thinking about picking that, but I ended up, uh, selling out for for the for the space for space anyhow um that that will be our answer for today again the question is what's your favorite setting for a movie you can be uh specific or uh go a little more wide term like i did and we will be looking for your answers on the forums and we will be bringing it up next week and again james and jeff thank you for the input and again also if you guys want to catch uh more lists about what we're going to see we'll probably have some talks about in the forums of what's up in 2009 but yeah james and jeff thanks for the input Thanks for listening, everyone. Drive safe. Uh, and that is it. Us, us, it for us today at David Cubney's <laughs> David Cubney's Rehab Movie Hour. I can't. Yeah, I know. Take care, everybody. Stay out of the snow if you're in the.